Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Pain Change on Sunday. We got a real special series for you. I'm just going to plug our Instagram real quick. Be sure to follow us at Pancakes on Sunday Podcast on Instagram to stay tuned on all updates. But I'm not going to keep this intro very long. I'm going to just push it right off to our Dungeon Master Kyle. And he has a hell of an adventure for us. We've been working real hard, so let's go right to it. Welcome, everyone. We begin this adventure soaring over a eastern-looking coastline in a choppy blue dark sea where the small shipwright village of Mira stands. It's a warm, summery day. The waters are lapping along the shores, and the sun is shining bright. People are out and about shopping. It's a day of rest for most people. And the first character we're going to go to is a scraggly looking character, lazily walking around, taking in the sights, trying to decide what to do with his day. Would you like to describe your character? Yes, um, that is going to be Doth. Um, he is actually wandering around, shopping for supplies in his daily duty. Um, tall, lengthy, and frame, wearing a common clothes robe, um, getting and gathering supplies um, for his job of a tour guide for the rich. What exactly are you shopping for today? Uh, today I'm out shopping for little trinkets for my customers, um, along with some maps. Uh, if you want to roll some sort of a investigation check to try to find what you're looking for uh, and especially to find some maps. Ooh. <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a one. Yeah, first natural one. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> as is fitting for this one, you are a little absent-minded and you look up and you see a nice gaggle of birds just soaring ahead and bathing themselves in the large fountain that makes up Margent Square. And instead of going around and doing tending your responsibilities, you sit down and begin just splashing the water on the birds and helping them bathe. Spend about the next 30 to 45 minutes just relaxing in a manner. Um, before, after you've been there for quite some time, some leather-booted arrogant man walks up to you, gives you a quick kick in the side, not hard, but just to get your attention, and tells you to move along. With that, he, this guard and his partner take up a seat next to the fountain. If you'd like to introduce your character. I will be Lieutenant Wilson, and my partner is Owen. <laughs> I stand at about six foot tall with long flowing hair. Wearing a city guard uniform, very famous in town. The women love me. Oh. I'm watching <laughs> over the city as we speak. Oh, what are you looking scared. out for? You just dealt. You and your partner Owen just dealt with some vagrants uh, laying around, playing in a fountain. Uh, looking out for mischief. Looking out for mischief. Yes. Make a perception check. Just looking over. You're in the busiest town square in all of Mira. Eleven. Eleven. You see some kids playing some dice games in an alley around the corner. 
Uh, they don't look too young, maybe like 14, 15. Uh, lots of people shopping. Right now it just looks like a normal day in this sleepy town. Uh, other than that dirty person you just shoved along. Um, nothing too heavy or nothing too uh, out of the ordinary. Your partner elbows you what do you say we slag off a bit early and go grab a drink at the tavern? Mm. It looks like a pretty slow day here. Mm. I think that sounds like a good idea. Okay, well, you lead the way. All right. Do I roll a dice? No, you can just walk on. As you walk out of the tavern down to the uh, left, to the western side of town, to where your favorite haunts are, you pass a by a small little alley, and you don't notice a small cloaked individual darting back to the back of the alley. If you would like to introduce your character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm a dwarf. Red and black are my colors. Uh, I like to look fierce. I need to look fierce because of what just happened to me. Um, I have a scar on my face. I'm hiding behind alleyways and trash cans and dumpster dumpsters, eating what I can find. Uh, kind of just trying to survive. And I'm feeling a little paranoid. Uh, is there something that you're looking for right now? As you root around in... Are you trying to find food? Uh, do you need a place to stay? I think my lack of trust in the world has contributed to all of the above. I am kind of finding the food that I can to survive on, and I am also trying to, uh, since I don't trust anybody, you know, whenever I have a chance to catch some shut-eye, I am doing what I can. Um, as you peer out from this small little alleyway, you hear the intercessant ringing of bells and the scent wandering up the street of a censer being flung back and forth, and you hear <coughs> the chanting in... What languages do you speak or understand? Um, I don't know. Oh, I am proficient in battle axe. There should be a... Language. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Um, it may just be Dwarven in Common. I think it was just Dwarven in Common. Speaking in a harsh, guttural, consonant-rich language, uh, in a sing-song deep-throated voice. The orders of Baknash walks up the street, making their way to a large temple at the very southern end of this square that sort of dominates the otherwise very mercantile-minded uh, denizens and uh, establishments here. The tops of each pillar shine bright with the rays of the sun. Um, and inside, we find the last member of our party. I'm a paladin, a strong, sturdy frame covered in matte silver scales with a metallic silver stripe starting on the back of the head, going down the neck, and following the spine. But it is covered by and protected by a chainmail chain armor. 
I have a right claw that shines in the sun and it always catches people's eyes as they walk by. Mm. I try to hide it, but I don't have a choice. What What are you praying to? I am, what are you praying for today? I am praying for the uh, ancient traditions and for the mm, I guess the safety of all that gathers yeah. in town, above town. There are a few parishioners uh, gathered um, in silent prayer. There is no active service going on. You've been posted to Mira in order for the better part of a month now. Still getting to understand the people that worship Baknash and in this area of the world. But so far they appear to be a pious lot, those who frequent. Uh, this town is sleepy and uh, relies mostly on its industry of creating ships, sending them to sail, and the trade that goes along with the constant need for repairs and whatnot. Other than that, it's pretty sleepy uh, up into the north at the foothills of a large mountain range. Um, different from your what you're used to, um, but a pleasant posting nonetheless. As you are uh, giving these offerings and whatnot, you smell. Make a make a perception check for me. Twenty. Oh, natural twenty. Is it natural play? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got a natural one and a natural one. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> you smell something. Pungent? Pungent. No, no, no. I wouldn't say pungent. It's an off smell. Not. I mean, there's a lot of oils and incense being burned constantly in this t uh, temple. But there's just something crackling almost. Like in the back of your head, like a weird sense of decay. The rest of you all around, you begin to hear like a faint buzzing in your ears. It's like a weird sort of tinnitus that just comes right at the baseline of everything you hear. You, sitting in the middle of the square, you see someone pointing up to the sky where a large, faint ball of purplish black light has gathered. Is just growing ever so slightly. At the moment, it's maybe as bad, about as large as a person, but it's slowly spinning outward. Wow! Can you make a wisdom <laughs> check for me? Roll a d twenty and add your wisdom modifier. Or wisdom saving throw. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. A nine. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Where, you, where have you gone after you got shot <clears throat> off from the fountain? I have then wandered back home. Wandered back to your home? Your My home within the village. Yeah. What do you, as a guard, there's people are now like pointing up into the sky mm -hmm. and there's an alarm growing. Uh, as you're walking down to the tavern, you haven't get gotten there and you just see people like stopping in the middle of the street. Feels I need to investigate what's going on. Okay, you don't have a great. I mean, it's high up in the sky. Um, the best place to view where you're not going to be obstructed by the line of build, line of sight of buildings would be back in the town square, mm -hmm. the Marchant Square. If you'd like to go back there, yeah. You grab your companion and be like, "We're gonna have to put that drink off. Time to get to work." 
you in the temple begin to hear people and the kind of clamoring has drawn the people who are at worship inside of the temple outside into the square. I step outside and tater peek on what's grown. I, inve- I investigate what's the noise, so I step outside. The sure, make a perception check for me. Three. Okay. Yeah, you don't see anything other than everyone else, and it's it's growing slowly, just sort of twisting there, opening up, kind of becoming a more dominant thing in the sky. As of now, it's maybe as large as like a large set of barn doors. Um, you are wrecked by a searing headache. It's not causing you any like physical damage, but it is incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. How do you take a step back into the alley as mm-hmm. people begin to rush to get away from the commotion? Mm-hmm. What would you two like to do? Um, not knowing, to? not knowing what's going on, can I? I go back into the temple mm-hmm. and ask the. Is there like a a head honcho at this temple that like they're familiar with this land at least? Have you seen anything like this before? You can ask uh, your companion, um, the monk, monk yeah. Nimar, oh, Nikmar, Nikmar. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> Nikmar. Uh, he was born and raised locally, uh, a half elven um, monk of this temple in pretty simple robes with a platinum streak through them and wrapped up hands that are covered in like wax burns and whatnot from creating and burning many candles and deep calluses from the martial tradition of uh, worshipping Baknash. He... Well, what are you talking about? What's wrong? I'm... What, there's a... People are in a panic. They're pointing up at the sky something is opening up and growing in the sky of purple and black colors. I've never seen it before in my travels. Is this something common to your lands? Uh, Astounded. No, this is a very quiet village. Show me. The two of you run out into... He begins offering prayer and um, speaks under his breath. No, I don't know what this is. Shut the temple gates. Grab whatever weapons you might have. A large crowd has begun to gather and is yelling amongst themselves. Not quite yet in a frenzy, but without order. What we need to get the city guard on the bells on alert. Yes, there's a large bell uh, in the next to the fountain. You can go and begin to ring. We ring the bell, summon the guards. You've the first bell within a couple of rings begins a series of other bells around the town begin to ring. And soon enough a cacophony of bells is going off in this town. The city guard has been alerted to this situation. At this point, this hole seems to block out a portion of a large portion of the sky, maybe is almost as big as the temple yourself, large four-pillared building. At this point, you see a shadow begin to bulge out. From the front, these tendrils begin to just kind of ooze out and begin feeling forward. Nothing follows. 
They withdraw briefly before a shoot a large craft, almost like a ship, but shaped in the large sh uh, shape of a conch shell, begins to float out, being propelled by these tentacles that propel it forward. It is large, purple, and black. It make it. Everyone can make a perception check if you're looking up at the ship. Seven. Seven. Should I yep. Eight. Seven. Okay. The three of you just getting a look from the angle where it's currently. You see a deck, a flat deck rope. Um, out in front before the tentacles that kind of crawl through the sky. And you see small shapes up ahead that look like people running up on board. And it begins to careen through the sky and pick up speed circling around the town. As, you, as it comes around a second time it gets lower and lower. You see the shapes that are running on board. You hear the bells in your home. You thought you were going home to take a nap. Yes. You, now, you have now heard the bells. Yes, I have heard the bells, and I have um, gone outside to see what's going on. And you see a ship just slowly circling. And as it gets lower and lower, as it's about maybe 150 feet off the ground, you see the figures running around on deck put in place large ballista or cannon. Hell no. <laughs> so at this point, I am freaked out and paranoid. But okay. then, out the corner of my eye, I notice this dwarf in the alleyway, dressed in black and red. Okay. Um, and I, I go over for assistance. Okay. Mm -hmm. You hear, as it's circling, as it's about 100 feet, two blasts come down. They're not near the square, but they're near the port. And you see these large plumes of purple, black, uh, what seems to be arcane energy. Um... You run over to this figure in the alleyway? Yes. At this point, my head is pounding, and my ears are ringing, and I am sort of crouched in a fetal position, not really sure what to do. As, as these arcane energies are shooting down from the sky, I move to shield her to help and assistance. You don't. You don't have any way to know where these are going to land. Luckily for okay. you, these are landing away from uh, the area off of Margin Square, uh, back towards the port, and the large tower that dominates uh, the port, where um, a f group of researchers and arcane practitioners, known as the Arnaum, practice their craft. The city has been a buzz the last few days after an object fell from the sky and fell on some farmland. Uh, and unfortunately, the family that inhabited this farmland it crashed through their house and obliterated them, um, according to this order of mages. But this object is currently being housed there to be studied. It is now... Uh, these arcane blasts are la hitting next to the port by the tower, and they seem to be focused in that area. The ship pauses very briefly for just a few seconds while some furls of rope are unfurled from the deck. Two figures descend down them and then drop still about 60 feet in the air. Right before they're about 10 feet 
you see them crack something in a hand and they just begin to fall very slowly. It takes them about 10 seconds to go that last 10 feet before landing in the dark. They are humanoid in look. Um, they look as if their skin is very pale, uh, very washed out. Uh, those of you in the center of the square, Wilson and Drogmir, you see that their eyes are no pupils, no irises, just gray and How far do you think I am away from that? You're maybe like 25 feet from the closest. You are sort of more in the center by the bell. You're about 15 feet from the closest okay. one of them. Can Where I you, cast detect? We haven't... We'll get there in a second. Oh, okay. As they drop off, the ship propels and takes itself closer to the port. These two individuals slowly and sluggishly pull out each a whip that's wrapped around their wrist and a small short sword. Uh, one of them also pulls out a scroll that in hushed guttural tones. Uh, what languages does everyone speak here? I speak common, druic, Germanic, and deep speech. I have common, draconic, dwarven, and celestial. I believe I just do uh, deep speech. In common. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, none of you can understand exactly what they are saying. This one that is reading out a scroll. It throws it on the ground and it begins to ex like expire in green and black flame. As this piece of paper dissipates in the fire, what is left is like a pool of liquid of the same sort of colors. They bubble. It bubbles for a moment before these arachnid-like legs pull out. And these blue, greenish bodies on six legs with two mantis-like pincers about the size of like a large uh, mastiff appear and crawl out of this goo. The arching head of like a snake, but with the dozens and hundreds of eyes of like some sort of a spider or a fly dominate this almost like a looking glass of a submarine coming out of its central mass of a body. The mouth is like a circular, rimmed maw of sh uh, teeth, and they chitter, and they prance around, sort of circling the one who read the scroll to summon them. Now we can roll initiative. Um, um, everyone can roll, a, remember, initiative, roll a d20 and your initiative bonus. My bonus is 2d10? No. Initiative bonus. Oh. It's up here. Oh, minus one. That's eight. Minus one. Seven. Um, before here, remember twenty-five to twenty. Um, okay, twenty to fifteen. So everyone should roll a d twenty. Add their initiative bonus. Six. I rolled a twenty. Okay, we'll get to it. But when, I, when oh. everyone's rolled. 16. Okay. Alright, so 25 to 20. You rolled 20. So did yes. you add your dexterity bonus? The initiative bonus? Uh, zero. Zero, okay. Yeah. 20 to 15. You got a 16? Mm hmm. Nice. Uh, minus 1, so 15. Okay. Uh, 15 to 10. I rolled in uh, 6 and I added 3. Okay, so we'll get to you in a second. Um. The creatures are going 
Things are going down, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this always takes a couple minutes. Oh, you're no, good. You're, good. you're doing fine. Yeah. You're awesome at the description. That, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you that's said you got a nine total? Correct, yes. I'm like sitting on the edge of my seat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen? Um, and you rolled a seven? I rolled a seven, yes. Okay. okay. First up is Doth with a natural 20. Ooh. Let's go. All right. You run on this way. You're next to uh, this dwarf who looks in pain. Um, yeah, she looks like frazzled, to, panicked. Like, yeah, would you like to look over for any wounds or, like, impact? Um, yes. Make a, yeah. uh, either a perception or a medicine check. Either, either is fine. I'll do medicine. Okay. D20 and... 19. Ooh. 19. Does not seem to be anything physical. Um, you may might gather that, like, clutching the head, seemingly, maybe it is um, either uh, under some sort of, like, mental attack or having some panic attack or something of that nature, but it's nothing overtly physical that you can determine from their, their appearance. There's no, like, puncture wounds or slashing wounds, something like that. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Yeah. So I see she's fine. So then, since we're in the alleyway, um, I notice the guards in the distance, Mm -hmm. and and I begin to speak to this dwarf about how we should see what's going on and head to the guards. Okay. Cool. Um, And you can you can sit for wait to use any sort of movement based on if she agrees to move with you. How about that? Yes. Okay. Uh, Next we have. Alice, what would you like to do? This this stranger has run up to you and seems to be trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to read his intentions, mm-hmm. you can make an insight check. Okay. Uh, well, D20. Yeah. Five. Five. It's up to whatever your character is. What do you think this person is? Okay. They seem to be coming up and helping you. Um, sure. They're not yeah. grabbing you. Mm-hmm. Do we speak the same language? Yeah. Okay. Everyone here speaks common. Yeah, okay. we all speak common. All right. I just want to make sure. Uh, so while I'm paranoid, I I know that we might be in danger at this point. So I'm not really, I can't, I because of what just happened to my family, um, I need I need to at least try to trust at least one person uh, so that I can, you know, have a companion in whatever we're about to face. Okay, do you want to... He, he floated the possibility of running towards the guards, which I will point out is also towards where these figures that have just dropped Correct. in the square Correct. is directly towards them. Okay, right. that is what he has suggested how, to you. How far are we from them? You're right now about 60 feet. Okay. This is a large square that sort of dominates yeah. okay. the central of town. I say, how about, how about we try to get them away from danger? Because running towards them would probably not be a good idea with the monsters or whatever they are over there. Well, yeah, you can, you can do whatever you do. I, I'm trying to assist you to, get, to go to the guards, but if you decide otherwise, yes. Right, and I'm, I'm asking you to stay with me. Oh, okay. I'm asking you to not go that oh, way, and maybe okay. we can get their attention. Yep. We can get their attention to come over. Running tower. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I just experienced something pretty traumatic. Right, you don't want to get involved Give in me it. a second. Right, I got you, I got you. <laughs> okay, um, next is the Skitterers. Close to you. They're going to make a 
beeline directly for you and uh, Owen. <laughs> um, they're both going to choose to attack Owen and attempt to mob over him. Mm -hmm. First one is going to make a attack roll to attempt to climb up him and bite him. Um, that is a 13 hit that's going to hit him. Okay. That's a 12 hit that's not going to hit. You see this thing charge up him and climb up him freakishly flat, fast and just chaws right in the right breast and just begins to bite through the armor and the leather and rip it apart and you see a gap, like gush of blood beginning to shoot down his armor and he draws out a sword trying to push it off but cannot yet. The other one is just at his feet trying to claw and cut down um, on his, kind of cut his Achilles or his calves or whatever but he's able to dance around it. Well, um, now it is the pirate's turns. The one with the whip that just summoned them, they both have whips, but the one that just summoned them is going to attempt to use its whip to entangle your partner so that he is restrained. Mm. That's a 13, that's going to hit. Damn. He's going to make a strength check to try to break it, and it does not. He's currently like tangled up by the whip and is restrained. Has no move, cannot move from where he stands, uh, and is currently. He also takes some damage um, from the whip. Not that much though. A big slash across his face as these web sort of uh, this webbed whip that has these spikes at the end wrap around and sink to his neck and shoulder up here so that they can hold on and if he were to restrain would just continue to shred um it is now your turn okay i'm going to instinctively grab my longbow okay and i'm going to shoot a arrow at the guy with the whip okay to get him to try and loosen up Alright, um, go ahead and make an attack roll. 16. 16 will definitely hit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Lay him out. Uh, make, do, roll for damage. Roll for damage? Those are the three-sided ones? No, no, one three for the, for the longbow. Is it the 1d10? No. The oh, longbow is 1d8. Pretty much the first time for everyone here, so bear with us, everyone. Eight. Alright. Damage two. Two. Okay. A glancing blow, but you definitely make contact. This person has no reaction to the pain. Damn. Dead. These sort of like gray, sort of glaze over eyes. You see like some varicose veins like in them, um, but there's no reaction to your arrow shot, but it does make contact and does do uh, a little bit of damage as it passes over the shoulder and cuts a deep line through, but does not sink in fully. Um, okay, is that a second pirate's turn? I'm close by and see... No, this is a second pirate's turn. Oh, second pirate, sorry. Yep. Sorry, never mind. Second pirate okay. is going, is, is coming up to you, though. Oh. <laughs> Come here, big boy. It's... <laughs> I wouldn't say it's coordinated. 
this figure with a whip and a short sword begins lumbering up to you and is going to make a whip attack against you and also try to restrain you with this web whip. That is a six plus... That is a nine to hit. Does that hit you? Your armor class. No, I'm 16. Okay, that's a miss. Nice. Uh, it is going to use its full movement to get up in your grill, even with the failed whip attack as it moves. Um, uh, but that is its turn. You're up. Uh, I see this thing make a strike for me, and I am going to cast Divine Favor on myself. Okay. So I get... A weapon deals attack extra 1d4 radiant damage on a hit. Okay. So, do I do that first? Because I'm going to attack. Well, you, is that an action? One it's bonus action. Bonus then action. I, yeah. Cool. So, so, roll for my... Yeah, roll the d20 to see if you hit. Uh, three. Three plus... And then you add a d4 to it, right? Isn't that what the Divine Favor does? Yes. Can I see the Divine Favor spell? Card? Yeah. I just want to make sure I'm not... Oh, no, that's just extra damage. That doesn't oh. teach you it. So that's a 3 plus what? Should be that attack bonus right there. Yeah. 5, 8. It does not hit. <coughs> you use your weapon... You use a little Warhammer, correct? Or a Battle Axe? I was going to use a quarterstaff for this one. But oh, yeah. you're using the quarterstaff. With the quarterstaff, you deflect the web attack, and as you try to come down as a, right as this figure ambles in front of you, it just like sort of stumbles a bit because it's lumbering thoughtlessly, mindlessly. And now you see its face get up, and it has a number of sores breaking out all over its face. Very unkempt. The hair is oily and hangs off the side of its face as these gray eyes just peer into your... On like these blink, unblinking, gray eyes just peer straight ahead of you. Uh, there's no seeming intelligent thought behind this creature. Uh, but it stumbles forward as it, your quarterstaff just whoosh, sails over the head, and you prepare for a second attack next turn. Uh, okay, with that we are done with round one. Round two. Doth, what do you like to do? You're hanging back. I'm hanging back. Yeah. In the alleyway, still observing what's going on. I have seen someone strangled with a whip. I have seen someone tri- uh, strike at these creatures. I then proceed to. I'm still by you. You don't have to stay with me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do you get up in it, dude? <laughs> <coughs> what would you like to do? I'm going to move 30 feet towards the disturbance that I see going on. Would you like to move so... <coughs> Here's a rough map. This is where uh, Wilson and ONR, here are the two of you. Here is Drogmir, 
uh, and the pirate that moved up towards him, and here's the first pirate that currently has uh, Owen in a whip. So here the two of you are. You can move 30 feet, you get about most of the distance there, but not quite. Yes, this is what I choose to do. You can move 30 feet closer. Uh, obviously that drawing is not to scale. <laughs> <I'm aware>. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, funny. Um, audio only medium, but right. that's for us. Um, okay, what would you like to do? You're about 30 foot closer. What would you like to do? I would then like to wild shape into a bear. All right, nice. describe it as you transform. Yes, I uh, transform vigorously. I, as I move closer to these creatures, I transform vigorously and swiftly into a bear. Oh, hell yeah. You Big, brown, grizzly <laughs> bear. A bear is now sitting in the middle of the square. You, nice. you hear its roar. You're a bit distracted as this bear lumbers on it. The townspeople have never seen this. No, they are beginning to flee. Yes. Um, however, you, there are still... They're screaming as people are running off, and you can hear the, ba- the sounds of battle going off in the distance in town. Uh, but this bear now runs and uh, lets out a bone-chilling roar, and it is antagonistly facing your opponent. So um, now we get to Alice. What would you like to do? Mm. You said I'm about sixty feet from the closest. Yeah. Yeah. Creature. Yes. So I'm going to do some dissonant whispers. Okay. Um, that disorient them and cause terrible pain. Yeah, dissonant whispers. It's nasty. Um, whispers. <laughs> and then I roll a, a six-sided die, right? Um, for dissonant whispers? Hang on. Um, I forget exactly... They have to make a save. A wiz- I, uh, this pirate needs to make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC, which I believe is 13. Okay. Which is going to be on this page over here. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Just for future reference. Okay. Um, I think that's going to be a failure, if I'm correct. Yes, that is a failure, and uh, they take 3d6... Uh, psychic damage. Cool. So they failed. Yes. Two. Okay. So you gotta roll this so if you three wanna, times. Yeah, you roll three six-sided die. Well, you add it all up. Here's two. Okay. So let's roll two, one, three, three four, four three. three. Okay, so uh, that's ten points of damage. Um, which one did you want to attack? The one with the whip currently around one of the guardsmen, or the one? in combat with a, a large hulking dragonborn in front of the temple. Um, I'm going to attack the one that has the, the guy. Whip? Has Owen. Right. Ranger right. Owen. We got to get Owen out of there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's not looking too good. No, he's not. Okay. Um, as you... There's no reaction. Is It just sort of like crumbles up. Its body... Sh- like, it drops the whip. The arms sink in and it's like twe- twitching, having a seizure in front of you and it just collapses. Its legs making a breaking sound as they break off at the mm-hmm. knees and just sort of hang strangely, mm-hmm. unmoving, as this creature has fallen dead. Okay. One pirate down. Sweet. Okay. Ball's me back there. My turn? Um, no. Back okay. to the scarers. Okay. So I have essentially three, two more 
of these left that I yeah, can use. Yeah, so you have used one. I have used one. There you go. Okay, one of the skitters is going to break off. It's not having much luck down at the bottom. Um, so it's going to break off and now attempt to attack you and climb up you and bite you. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, that's a natural one. As you just are able to kick it off and it goes five feet away. And it's now five feet additionally in front of you. Not No damage done, but <laughs> it's not able to bite you. It's still there. Yeah. The other one is going to bite again um, on Owen. Oh, man. Fucking Owen. Dude. That's not going to hit. He's right. just able to get yes. now suddenly right. freed by the whip. The tension goes slack. Able to get a hand up and block the bite, and it just sort of bites the hand, and but isn't able to let land a secure sweet hold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that is both Skitterer's turns. The other pirate uh, is going to attempt to attack you. No way. That's a natural five for a total of. Eight. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Nice. The, a sort of lazy blow to your side just hits the thud side of your armor and you just shrug it off. Um, okay. All right, Wilson. All right, I would like to go to Owen's side. Okay. You should be within He's range. pretty much like right next okay. to Okay. Yeah. Um, and I would like to try to use one of my short swords... To kill one of those things. Do you want to like try to? S- You're kind of like stabbing at his face. Mm. So if you miss, I can hit him. You could. You could also use your hands and try to rip the thing off of him and give him advantage to try to get rid of it. Then I will do that. I will try and grab or it I'll and just pull give, it off. I'll give you advantage as the player character. Okay. If you want to make um, a strength check with advantage, so you roll two d twenty and take the higher of the two. Okay. Nope. 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 Here. And, and that one. 16. 16. 16. Nice. Throws this thing on the ground next to its companion. They raise up and snarl at you. These big circular maws opening up and a foul smell erupting from both of them. Mm. Owen thanks you and brushes off some of the blood and removes the rest of the whip um, that was ensnared around him and is able to pick his sword back up. Nice. Um, that is your action. Uh, you still have movement or a bonus action. Um, I have a bonus action, so that means I can attack again? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I will then try to retreat to Joe's side. Where Drogmir is? Yes. Okay. And you can bring, I'll say you can bring Owen, like notify him to come with you. Yes. You two move as a team. He doesn't come right away with you because you hang back while he is, so he's about 15 feet in front of you, but you two retreat together, and these things are far enough away from you, they're about an additional five feet back after being thrown back that they don't get an attack of opportunity. Um, But I'll say that you two retreat back here to Drogmir's side. Um, Okay, Drogmir, you are up. I see this creature standing in front of me after pathetically trying to hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will take a blow with my warhammer and try to crush his skull. Let's go. One-handed or two-handed? One. 
I have a shield and a warhammer. 11 plus 5. 16. That will hit. Bam. Nice. Nailed and it. And then... Boom. Uh, 1d8. Uh... Five. Five points of damage. Bludgeoning. So I bludgeon his vasum. You take a side around the swipe around the side and crack what would be rib cages and several uh, vital organs, but the creature just folds over a bit and begins to like ready for a swing at you. Seemingly like does not register pain mm-hmm. until its body seemingly is no longer able to function. Um, mm. with that, your companion Nikmar, you see several throwing stars come in. Oh, that's a seven natural seventeen that hits. Three ninja stars, throwing stars, impact the side of this creature in front of you for a total of. Damn, Nikmar can't not roll damage for a total of three damage. Mm. So not much more. Mm. But the creature is beginning to, like, look unable to hold itself up. Um, that is the end of round two. Round three. Uh, we go back to Doc. Mm. There is one pirate left, correct? There is, over by uh, now Drogmir Omen. Which I am now Wilson. by. No, you were making it towards where they were previously mm-hmm. in the center right. of the square. So they're so, about 20, 25 feet away? Uh, yeah. Well, because you were, th- eh, they're more like forty, but um, you can. R- you, there are skitterers still right in the middle of the square that you can. Oh, there are skitterers go, still right in the middle of the square. Yes, because as a bear, um, with the hit points of thirty-four and the speed of forty feet, yeah. I lunge at um, one of the enemies in front of me and use multi-attack, which yeah. is a bite and, and a, a claw swipe. Nice. So go make two attack rolls. One for the bite, which has some. I forget the bonus. It's D eight. Yeah, but the bonus to it is... Is 5 plus 4. Okay, uh, so... So, 9. Yeah, plus 5 to hit. So, it's a natural 4? Yes. 9 to hit. Um, oh, it was 5, sorry. Okay, so it's a 10 to hit. Yeah. Does not hit. These things, they're quick. <laughs> very, they're tiny. They're not very armored. They don't look very tough, but they're quick. It just sidesteps you. Okay. As you lunge down. So make, go ahead and make the claw attack as you land. Yes, make the claw attack 2d6 plus 4. Well, it's another d20. Oh, yeah, another d20 to make the hit. 9. Plus 5? Yes. That will hit. Nice. Okay, and then the that, No, I roll a d6 for the damage. That's this normal body. 2. 2 points of damage? Yes. Plus your strength. Plus my strength, which is four. Okay. Ooh, the bear strength, right? Uh, 19, sorry. The modifier, I mean. Oh, the modifier, that four. That should be four, right? Yeah, it yeah, is four. Okay. So that's a total of six damage. Nice. Okay, one, you just cleave several of the legs off, and it's just sort of hobbling now. Uh, reduce, maybe a reduced speed. Um, it growls at you like a... In your general direction, um, that is the end of your turn. That's bonus action, movement, and action. Yes. Okay. Uh, Alice, you're up. All right. I think I'm going to 
uh, try to hit this last guy with a firebolt. The last uh, pirate? Yeah. Go ahead. Mm. You can attack a fire creature. Yeah, so. That thing doesn't radiate, does it? Firebolt? Yeah. No, no, I don't I don't so. There's no radiant damage or anything like that. Come over, standing right next to it. I don't want to. So I roll a regular. I do a six sided or a 20. It's a 20. Everything 20. to see if it hits is going to be a 20. Okay. And then roll for damage. Yeah. Nine. Plus your spell attack bonus, which is going to be on the other page, which I believe is three. So 12. Okay. Uh, and you're attacking the other pirate. That will just hit. Yeah. Damage. Two. Two points of damage. Um, looks real rough. Now burned on top of everything. No damage radiates. Firebolt does not. Okay, cool. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, all right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Stay right here. I don't have marshmallow right away. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the smell of burning flesh reaches your nostrils. Burning decaying flesh. Um, very good. Uh, does that move or anything? Uh, Find where you are? No, I'll stay where I'm at. Okay. I'm good. I mean, you could choose to pet the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paranoid, okay? Leave me um, alone. Okay, skitterer turns. Skitterers are going to move around both sides of you. They're going to be Ooh. flanking you on each side. Your bear looking around as the first one rolls with advantage. It's a natural plane. Mm. For a bite attack. Oh. Um, so that's 1d6. That's 5 piercing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. As a bear. 19. Succeed. Nice. Um, you take... So that's... You take 5 piercing damage and you take half of what I'm about to tell you. Or no, you take the full damage because it's a natural 20. You're right. So you'll take uh, six damage in poison damage. To the bear. Yeah. So I now have six and poison? Six and six poison. Or no, it was uh, two, four, it was five points of piercing, mm -hmm. six points of poison for a total of 11 total. 11 total. Now is the first skitterer. Yes. Second one is now going to attack you also at advantage, and it's going to attempt to bite you. You'll have a lot of bad points. Um, 17 plus 3. What do you mean I have 23? That is an unnatural 20. That's going to be two points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, and I need you to make another constitution saving throw. As the poison of this dripping... Three. Three. Okay, you take full damage on this. And you take seven points of poison damage. Oof. As your bear is just being chomped at on its haunches. Um, your bear form. Um, that is the end of the skitterer's turn. Um, now, is he poisoned? Like, or... You don't know. Okay. You don't know. Yeah. Um... Okay, now we are going to go to the single pirate's turn. It is fucked. Um, but it's going to keep trying because it can't think on its own. That's a natural three. That does not hit you either. Um, and another lazy sort of like whack of the sword. Um, 
You're just able to backstep. Um, it's not smart enough to think through our way. Um, and we're going to go to Wilson. You can, you're retreating from the skitterers, which are now d dueling in combat with this large bear. Um, about ten feet behind you, there's this last sort of uh, like humanoid individual in combat with a large dragonborn uh, who seems to be holding their own. Um, what would you like to do? I will attack these skitterers okay. with my longbow. One. One. Oof. A natural one? Yep. Oof. Your bowstring comes undone. Oh. You're going to have to spend an action next turn to restring your bow. Oh. That's a bummer. <laughs> That's a bummer. That's a real fucking bummer. Natural one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. That is your turn. Um, Owen is going to take a defensive stance. The bite wasn't that bad, but it seems like the effects of the bites the poison and whatnot that you didn't know about um, are seeming to drain him a bit. He's just more than the actual wound of the bite itself caused him damage. So he's taking a defensive stance and hopefully nothing that bear can deal with these things while he regains some strength. Um, Alright. Drogmir, you're up. I see this burning marshmallow in front of me <laughs> holding on to the the Bare, bare minimum of life, yeah. and I am going to bludgeon it out of its misery with the warhammer. Just okay, get it over with. Six. Six. Plus. Five. So we're a total of eleven? Eleven. That does not quite hit. Hmm. Damn Warhammer, it's time to sell this thing. Warhammer comes <laughs> down, but because of its unpredictable shambling movements, your Warhammer just hits sand. I'm used to pounding rocks. Yeah. <laughs> you make a crack in the gravel, in the concrete, the square that you're standing in, but not a crack in the skull of this creature. Um... I can't do anything else, can I? Uh, can I use your, my your my? Oh, is the is the my breath uh, attack? Is that an action too? Um, should say that's in track. Yeah, that's an action. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I'm done. Okay. Uh, you there, rocks. You stand there pissed. Um, however, your companion Nikmar has now come into the uh, fray and is going to, with their bow staff, wind up and take a crack from behind. Mm. With advantage because it's flanking with you and that's going to hit. Uh, and... Character had, the creature had one health left, so it is dead. And it cracks over, just falling flat on its face. Um, end of that round. Round four. Uh, all that's left currently in the bathroom are two skitterers. Um, Doth, it's your turn. My weakened bear from being attacked and bitten retaliates back with a fierce another multi-attack. Okay, do you want to attack the one like right in front of you? Yeah, right in front of me. Eleven. Eleven plus... Um, 
five, right? E four. Plus four? Yeah. That will hit. Go ahead and roll All for right. damage. Roll for damage. So first the bite. You need eight. I need eight for bite. I roll a one. Mm. <sighs> mm. Damn. Plus four. So that's five. That will do it. This yes. first skitter just crumples like a little bug in your mouth and you just spit out the nasty tasting. Nice. That foul blood, whatever is in it, leaves a bad taste in your mouth, whatever has been sapping your strength from these bite attacks. You spit it out into the dirt. It is dead. You want to use a second attack to yes. whack around and claw? Yes. Okay. Roll to land, right? Yeah, roll a hit. Yeah. Nine. Nine plus four. Plus four. That will not hit. Oof. Mm. Um, mm. I did my math wrong. That will just hit. Oh, perfect. Roll for damage. D6. One. One. One damage plus four. Okay. Cool. You take another, like, identical swipe. And oh, wait for a second. Claws are 2d6, so I roll 2d6 oh. dice. So one and roll another one. Yeah. yeah. Just roll just it again. Five. Five. Way to go. Cool. Uh, it's not dead, but it's looking really fucked up. As we can have Okay. Uh, Alice, you're up. Oh, my. All right. How far am I from this? Th- there's one... Uh, you're left, not right? too far. You're maybe like 40, 45 feet. All right. Mm. You gonna go pet so the beer? I have a, I no, <laughs> I have a question. So if I move closer, that is my action, and no, I no, that's cannot. your movement. That's my Move, movement. Yeah, the movement so is... So I can move closer. Yeah, and then use your action. I can move within 10 feet of yeah. the creature. Um, for you, you might be moving in like... Uh, or 25. Yeah, you, have you can move movement. 25. So you'd be within like 10, 15. Okay. Kind of right on that edge there. Okay. So then I am going to... Uh, release Poison Spray. Get within 10 feet and release poison spray? Mm-hmm. You got it. Um, that is, I believe, a deck save, correct? For poison spray? It's a cantrip, isn't it? No, it is. One, I have to take another one of my um, sorcery. You or not sorcery points, but. Within range. You must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 poison damage. Oh, wait, it is a, it is a cantrip. My poison yeah, spray a is a cantrip. Yeah, it's not a spell. All right. Um, okay, that is exactly a 13 mm. plus 1. So that's a 14, so that succeeds. Mm. And it does not take any damage. Okay. As it is able to just sort of flatten itself and evade as the poison spray just passes over mm. its form. Okay. Um... Okay, you movement action. Um, do anything you want to do for a bonus action? Mm. What am I allowed to do? Uh, I don't think you have anything at the moment. Yeah, I don't do think yet. so either. Um, okay, that's that. It is now the Lone Skitterer's turn. It is going to 
make one last attack. That's, that's all it can do. And it doesn't. It's not hardwired to run away. Uh, what is your armor class as a bear? It is uh, eleven. Eleven. That will hit. Uh, mm. So you are going to. T- can you make a Constitution saving throw for me? Yes, I should. Eleven. Okay. That will succeed. So you take two piercing damage. Um, and you take one poison damage. Because you are successful on that throw. And then it sort of sags back. Because it, it's clearly taking all of its strength to be able to do anything. It is on death doorstep. Um, but it is able to get one last bite at you. Weak bite. That poison packs a punch. Um, that is the end of that skitterer's turn. Um, pirates are dead. Uh, Wilson. I would like to repair my bow. Use your action to put another string on there. Just pull it up. Mm-hmm. string. You got it. That at the cost of your action, you can do that just fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you like to move or anything? Uh, I would like to try and get close. Um, no. I think okay. I'm safe where I'm at. Okay. Uh, <coughs> Drogmir. Um, I... Can I move within to, like, next to the bear? Am I close enough? What's your movement speed? 30? Yes. Yeah, you can get there. Okay. Uh, I'll be next to the skitterer, because this is the skitterer that was on its backside. Closer to Alice. Okay. Um... So you'll be next turn. You could. It's like another ten feet. I, the the pirate, dies in front of me, and I see this bear just getting fucked up in the middle of the, <laughs> by these little skitter things. So I move to the bear and I play lay of hands on the bear, to give him. I can either take away his poison. Uh, if that, he's poisoned, well, I don't. Relevant. Okay, yeah. then I will give him. 10 HP, or I'll give him 5 HP back at least. I'll give him some. So I... 5 HP to the bear's hit point. I... Right. <laughs> lay, lay hands. You pet the bear. I pet yeah. the bear and give him 5 HP back. Your scaled large mitt begins to glow radiantly with a deep, like, beautiful, like, a uh, platinum sort of glow, and you feel some of your wounds begin to stitch themselves back together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else you'd like to do? You've moved. That's action. Moved action. action. Uh, uh, nope. No bonus Good. action? Yep. You got it. Okay. Uh, we will go... Nikmar is going to uh, board up the temple and adopt a defensive stance. And... Guarding this temple that they are charged with. Um... Is there is only one more enemy. Uh, that's the end of round four. Round five. We go back to Mr. Bear. Yes. I want to kill you this. You got one thing on your mind. Yeah. You got one yeah, thing. yeah. I got one thing on my mind, and that's killing this lifeless pirate that's left. This is the skitterer. Right, the skitterer. Yeah. yeah. And I roll at eight. Plus. Plus five. Five, yes. That will just hit, yeah. Nice. Yes, perfect. Then I roll for damage with my multi-attack. My bite hits with three. That's enough. Plus how, would you four. Like, how would you like to do this? Describe destroying this last skitterer for me. So I pick it up 
with my mouth and rip it to shreds. This final enemy, just I just like, completely you're shred You're right now, but you've taken on other shapes and you've been an alligator before. You enter into almost like a death roll. Yes. Yes. No, I just sat around, or like a dog with a nice fancy new toy. Just yes, <laughs> spittle blood going everywhere. As you spit the last of it, you walk over to the fountain and begin licking to wash out your mouth. Yes, of the blood, gore, and whatever else is in was part of those creatures. That is the end of combat. What do you do? You, we're no longer in like the initiative order, so you can sort of free will tell me what are you up to, what investigating. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. You can still hear the blasts of com- and the sounds of combat going off elsewhere in the city. There are definitely people who still need help. That ship is circling around, and every so once in a while, you see another blast come down, and the wreckage of a house or a business go flying up into the sky. Let me say first, I am no longer now a bear. Yeah, you can. I wild mm-hmm. shape back to mm-hmm. a dru- my druid self. Okay. And I am able to recognize that us four just kind of work together as a team, gaining a little bit of sense of humanity back, getting gaining some trust with you guys, uh, realizing that we're going to have to maybe take on some some more creatures. In order to survive. Okay. Mm-hmm. I pop back to the temple to see Monk Nikmar. Yeah, I know he took a defensive stance. See if he needs anything, or if I am sent out to help villagers. You go help the town as needed. I'll stay here. If the, you can send refugees or people who they need aid here, and I'll shelter them. Aye, Captain. May the blessings of Baknash be with you. And with you. <laughs> <laughs> and with you. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> okay. I like that order of, like, Combat-oriented people like they also love to do some yoga. You gotta stretch after you do sure. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, I still hear the sounds of battle. Yeah, and I need to go engage and or investigate them. You hear a chorus of bells down uh, towards the coast. The port seems to be where a lot of this activity is most funneled. I go to the port. Do you want to, like, it's you, Owen, you have these strangers around you. Yeah. That were fighting. That were just fighting and helping you, the two of you out. Uh, Do you want to attempt to rally them and, like, get them? Yes, I say we rally and go engage what is going on. All right, what is, your name is Lieutenant Wilson. (laughs) All right, Lieutenant Wilson, you are the guard of the city. You know the city better than anybody. We will follow you and help battle and, and save your, your town here. Show us where to go. Yes. You said most of it was going down the port? That's what it, what it sounds like, yeah. Then yes, we will travel to the port. I will follow. <clears throat> Two of you going with him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I right on my supplies along the way <laughs> and my quarterstaff. Some supplies? Yes. What supplies? Like, what, what do you grab? I grab... There it is, I will say. All of the merchant stalls, the shops right now have been abandoned, left open in the fracas. People have fled or are hiding. Um, so we can go loot? So it's a free-for-all. Well, thou well, shall not. You <laughs> <laughs> should not be looted. I don't know what your integrity as a member of the town guard is. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that is the general, like, it is chaos in this merchant, the margin square. Um... 
as you begin to gather sort of in the center. I begin to grab some food and drink okay. as part of my supplies when Lieutenant Wilson then tells me to grab a bottle of liquor as well. Nice. <laughs> nice. You might need it later. <laughs> uh, you can put uh, you can put like 10 days of rations in your inventory and a bottle of fine liquor if you want. Um, Alright. As you begin to run through the city streets, you guiding them, can you make a survival check? Uh, yeah. Which one are we That's doing? D20, D20 and add the survival skill. We got a 9. No. No? Yeah. Yeah. That's a 9. Oh, that's a nine. Mm -hmm. Nine and survival skill is. Is that wisdom? Uh, it should be in the so skill. The oh, yeah. Uh, number uh, one. Okay, so plus ten one. total. You're able to guide through the main streets. You're trying to take the most direct route there and see that, I mean, that's where people would be running to and from to guide them to somewhere safe. You see a number of people running from combat. Some are like holding wounds. You see a number of people who are missing entire limbs. Um, struggling through the streets. Uh, the two of you can direct them to the Martin Square and to the temple specifically. Uh, but as you round a corner like open it, that opens out into the large open air port, you see ruins. Matt, water has breached the uh, guardrails that keep everything at bay. There's water in the streets flooding as the waves crack in. All of the large docks are splinters are on fire. This purplish black fire at the tops. Um, the fire is spreading now. A large amount of the port is aglow. And the ship now has stabilized and is just right above the water's edge where those tentacles that sort of guide it are just lapping in the water and spraying it even higher. Um, as you see every couple of minutes, you hear as you're walking up another blast rock against the coast. And one specifically is trained at that tower where parts of it are starting to be chipped away. Um, you see a shimmering force field of some kind, some sort of arcane shield um, that is just taking a lot of the blows, but seem that some of it is starting to crack through and hit the actual integrity of the tower itself. Uh, you see a number of guards in, in combat with dozens of skitterers just all over the place. Um, you see them hopping out of the buildings right by the port and there's total chaos. What would you like to do? I feel as I gotta get, take on some skitters. So, because of the sheer number of them, this is gonna be more of a making your way through. Where, where are you trying to make it through? There is like a large amount of combat going on right in the center. There seems to be some more going down by the tower. Um, sort of groups of where guardsmen have grouped up and we are will, trying to hold it back. We will go to the to the tower. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a bit of a like skills challenge, so I'm going to ask you um, for this first round of this, uh, how do you want to use the things that your character is good at um, to make your way through this chaos? Um, we're going to, so let's roll initiative again. Nine. Nine. Let's, I'll call out like 2520, all that kind of stuff, so. One. Oh, no. Natural one? Natural one. Four. Mine's the four. So I was the highest initiative. You both got a nine? No, I got a four. Oh, okay. 
Well, I gotta add my my three to that, so it's a seven. Mm -hmm. Oh, do I do, yeah, I do so a I spell seven. attack? Nice. No, you're, 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 you're at zero. Mm -hmm. So whatever you roll, oh, you roll. Yeah, I'm zero. Then. Okay, uh, twenty-five to twenty. Nobody. Twenty to fifteen. Nobody. Fifteen to ten. That's me. What oh you, wait, no, I'm nine. Nine? Did you add yeah. your initiative? Yeah, it's okay. zero. So ten to five. So that's gonna be you. Donald with nine. Uh, ten to five, and then what did you get? Seven. Yeah. Okay, so. Seven. Okay, Doth, you're up first. What are you going to do? Use your the things that you are going to have to navigate, get towards. Where did you say when to go? Uh, the tower. The tower. Yes. To succeed to the tower, I immediately, with the group, cast wild cunning. Okay. To okay. proceed to the tower. So basically. Um, with tracks on the ground within range, I now know where they are. So I make a wisdom check to okay. follow these tracks. So you're to trying get to, to the tower. use this ability, the spell, to like chart the cloth, like easiest chart path, path towards. Okay, go ahead and make that wisdom check. Mm. Twelve plus three. Fifteen. That's a success. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, Wilson, what would you like to do? You are being guided. Doth is taking the lead. He's uh, showing, like, he finds a quick little area where the water is coming through, but he can t sense that it's not deep enough yet, so it takes a large chunk out of meandering around these different battle groups where he just jumps over this large pool of water. Um, what would you like to do? You're being led. You're making good progress and haven't yet had to deal with any skitters or um, other pirates wailing your progress. Then I would say that we continue going down this how trail. Would you like to, yeah, how would you like to continue this? Would you like to use survival um, to try to continue guiding along this path? Do you want to maybe create a distraction? Um, what would you like I would to say use survival. Okay, make a survival check. All right. 13. 13 plus. And then plus one. 14, okay. That's a success. Uh, all right, next we have Drogmir. While we are moving through, I am going to use Divine Sense. Okay. Um, I can open my awareness to detect forces. Uh, lo I can know the location until uh, the end of next Celestials, turn. Celestials, Fiend, and Undead, right? Yep. Within 60 feet. That's not behind total cover. Okay. Go ahead, um, make a perception check. Well, a, a perce uh, Dyson just opens you up. Oof. You know two. where they are. Two. Um, I didn't two for the perception. Um, you sense a lot of undead or things that trigger that sense, but not very fully. So these all these pirates that seem to be ambling around in sort of half movement. Um, you understand that like they're towing that line between dead and undead where they're like they're not themselves but they aren't dead they're being maybe puppeted is a better word to describe it okay um but that doesn't really help you it's not you're not able to like find a way to so that's gonna be one failure um and as you are doing this since a Someone seems to cast, like one of these pirates seems to pull from their pocket another one of those scrolls and throw it at your feet. It's bubbling up in front of you on e either side of the uh, four of you as you're like 
on each side, sort of ambushed a skitter on each side. So using the same initiative order, I'll roll for these two. And that is... As you're waylaid on each side by two skitterers, that's an unnatural 20. Okay. Uh, so to this next round, it's going to be a bit of combat sort of interrupting this skills challenge. Um, first skitterer is going to attack Doth, who is up there in the front leading the way with a claw attack. Mm. That is going to be 13 to hit. Oof. Yeah, use a 12. 12, that's going to hit? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's only going to be 2 piercing damage to you. Okay. Uh, the second one one is going to attack you, who's right up in the front with Don, trying to guide the way. That is going to be a 16 to hit. I have 16 armor. That'll just hit then. Uh, oh, that's 7 points of piercing damage. As it just right along the entire length of your calf, making it hard for you to run. Um, now we go to Doth. I immediately turn now into a dire wolf. Okay. Wild shape into a dire wolf. That's your second wild shape of the day? Yes. Okay. Um, you use your bonus action to wild wild shape into a dire wolf. You have the skitterer right in front of you. Yes, and I am going to attack okay. with bite. Make an attack roll. Does it land? Ooh, three. Three does not. It just like launches itself back on these arachnid feet and then pounces back right where it was. Like leaning back on two of the legs and then back on all six or one, two arachnids have eight, I think. Eight. Yeah. My eyes <laughs> <laughs> um, get that confused. Uh, okay. Uh, Wilson, you're up. Like short will, range here. Yes. So I have my short swords. Okay. I would like to attack with those. Okay. You, That bow is stashed at your side. Pull out a quick short sword and take a swipe. 15, 15 with plus. plus 2. 17 will definitely hit. Go ahead oh. and make an attack. Make damage roll. Yeah. That is damage roll is 1d6. And these are the regular ones? Yeah. 4. Plus, plus 6. Strength. Plus my strength. strength. modifier. Is. Where's that at? Uh, it should be the plus or minus at, oh, to the dear. attribute up oh, top. No. No, it's, uh, so what is your raw strength score? No, 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 not fair. Uh, it's here. Let's see what you got. Yeah, it's right. It's this one. This oh, is it's uh, 11 plus with zero. Zero. Okay. okay. So, zero. so that was six damage, you said? Yes. Four. 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 Okay. Plus two. Well, here, your strength is concerned. See how that's a plus zero? Got you. That's the modifier. Okay, got gotcha. you. Okay, okay. So it's four damage total. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. A nice hit right across the middle of the torso. You see this like green blood begin to drip out and collect on the blade of your sword. Okay, uh, Alice, you're up. Or no, I'm sorry, Drogmir. Um, seeing the ambush and my friends trying to make a hit, I make a move on the one that he damaged to try to knock it out. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to use my breath weapon. Okay. It's a 15-foot cone. Yeah. 2d6 damage. And they have to make a constitution saving throw, I believe. Yep. 2d6, 3 and a 5. 8. Uh, what is the save on that constitution save? 
Let's just con save. Hold on. Uh, I think it's um, 13 or 12 or something. It's just, just con save. Plus your constitution modifier plus proficiency bonus. What is your constitution modifier? Constitution modifier plus one. Plus one plus your proficiency, so that's uh, a total of eleven. Okay, it succeeds, and it, so it's going to take half damage. What was the total of the two d six? Eight. Eight. So it's going to take four, uh, and that will just about do it. it. It's now on fire and panicking. It's still alive. But Freeze! Barely. It freezes. It's frostbite. It's I'm cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going cold. So yes. I shoot this cone of ice. cold and ice and frost mist at it, and it shrivels up and freezes. And it's, then I go over. It cracks and through the thin layer of ice and begins like, but it's clearly shivering and panicked um, as you cover it and begin to chill it. And chill it, it down, and it freezes and slowly, slowly comes to a stop because yeah. it's frozen. It's not completely frozen, no. but it is very cold. It's like you put a thin layer of ice all over it that it cracks and you see like sores and whatnot from where the frostbite has taken effect um, in immediately from your uh, draconic breath weapon. Very nicely done. Um, okay, Alice, you're up. Nice. Hmm. We're going to attack, girl. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I don't oh, know. You're within range for poison spray. Um, right. I know. I do have a dagger. What what am I what am I capable of doing without just roll a D twenty and you're gonna add um plus <laughs> four to whatever you roll and that will right. tell you if you hit or not. Alright. Let's go. Oh, oh my god. What was it? Five. Five. I got a one. Five. A natural one. one. Oh. Oh, the one is an automatic failure on the skills challenge, too. Uh, okay. You slip a bit. <laughs> Would you leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> you, slip, you slip a bit as you ready this dagger that you're kind of uh, not prepared to use, that you had picked up as almost uh, when you were finding yourself um, suddenly free, um, shaking, just unable to use, and just a wild strike that the creature is able to. Sidestep. Um, Fantastic. Okay. Uh, round two, skitterers one and two. The skitterer is now going to attack Alice. After it's just, but that's a natural two, so that doesn't hit. Um, the second one is going to attack you, who just froze it. That's a twelve. That's a fifteen to hit, which I don't think hits. You have a no a 16. sixteen. Its little claws come at you and scrape your chainmail, but do nothing. Hmm. Um, <coughs> both of them whiff hard. Doth, you're up. Doth the direwolf. Yes. Um, quick question yeah. about the direwolf uh, pack tactics. Yes. Gives me advantage. Yes. If there are other things allies, like, uh, do they have to be? They have to be within five feet. Five of you, feet, right? Right. Then yeah, that should take. Uh, yeah. That should because Alice is right next to you. Right. But so are all of them. Yeah. You're all clustered together. Yeah. So yeah, you should have advantage. 
Okay, so then I'm going to roll to bite. Roll twice and take the higher of the two rolls. Eleven. Eleven plus. Uh, three. Uh, wait, where is that? Uh, plus five. Eleven plus five for a total of sixteen to hit. That'll hit. All nice. right, and then roll for damage. So that will be two d six. Yeah. Plus three. One and six. Seven plus three, so ten. Oh my god, you almost killed this thing in one go. Nice. You chop and rip out a large portion of that central sort of pupil mass that the, these large sharp uh, appendages come out of and shred it. Blood and this green sort of strange stinging blood stings into your wolf mouth and drips from your fangs. Um, that's your action? Would you like to do anything else? No. Okay. Uh, Wilson, you're up. So we got how many of them left? There's still the original two, but they're both very weak. Very weak. Yeah. Right, right, okay. Still within striking distance of me, Yeah, there was one that's to your right that is within striking distance. The other one is on your left, but it's you have two comp- your two companions on that side as well, so you can't exactly hit him from anywhere. Okay. But you have one on right on your right, right next to you. I will take. I will attack. Swipe. The one with the, the one to my right with my yeah. uh, short sword. Eighteen. That'll hit. Let's go. All right. Roll some damage. Uh, six. Four. That's definitely enough. You sw- like get inside its guard and just slice off the little head that it. Exist above Get the body mass of this creature, and it just tramples up and falls over. Some of the legs still twitching. Um, okay. Can I crush it with my foot? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Um, how new are your boots? They're not that new. All right. Well, you see a little bit of like this blood, the blood, the green, like kind of sizzle it. Mm. So. You fucked up your boots up a little it's bit. It's alright like, though. It felt cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely felt cool. Draws me Uh I want a redemption blow with my war hammer. Because okay. I pounded sand this, before. This so. one is dead. The one directly on your right. So you'll have to like loop yeah, around. Yeah, have to loop and around. around. Which is fine. It's totally within your range. Yeah, I will loop, yeah, around, loop around and take a big old blow with my war hammer. Get at it. If you want to loop completely around, you can be flanking, and so you'll have advantage on this strike. Mm. Oh, then yeah, I'm going to flank around and... So roll that d20 twice. 16. And the 16. Oh, missed the thing. 19. 19. 19. Fuck Let's yeah, go. boy. Get him. Get him. <laughs> um, roll d- some damage. This thing is fucked up, by the way. D- yeah, it's so it like it really lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> and you just completed Two plus five seven. Tell me how you're yeah. smacking this thing. I come up like they don't know. Who, well, I come up like Sammy Sosa's coming up to shoot yeah. a home run and come back and full swing over my head wow. and down and then I am pounding sand, but I am pounding that little skiddler straight into the sand. Big damn! Let's go. Nice. This thing is flat yeah. and as you're doing this, a large wave crashes sort of the broken levees and gun walls and whatnot, and just crashes behind you. There was another failure, remember? So you are all knocked prone <clears throat> by as this wave just hits you, but you are victorious. We're out of combat, back into that skills challenge. You can, with using 
all like half of your movement for this next round of the skills challenge, get up and now begin running, but you'll only get half as far as you would have. Okay. So, um, we now come to, uh, I believe it was back to Doth again. How yes. would you like to um, continually navigate and hopefully not encounter more enemies? Mm -hmm. Oof. This is one of those things where... So we have water rushing towards us. Well, th that just flattened you all like a massive wave mm -hmm. that just crashed over. Um, you do see after you exit combat, the ship has now... is not facing so much right on with the port. It's really f focusing on that tower, which you're now getting into the range of where those blasts will be hitting in another round or two. So keep that in mind. Um, that shield is getting more and more battered and it's starting to flash and shimmer in the light crackling a bit not looking as stable anyway how would you like to aid your group in getting you here faster Doc what would you like to do I am going to proceed and move towards the tower um, yeah. as a dire wolf that's the speed of 50 feet Okay, so you want to use the speed of a dial to sort of blaze ahead yes. and clear a path for your folks. Okay, go ahead and make an athletics check with the direwolf stats. That would be... Athletic is... It's a strength-based, so you're, yeah. and then you're going to add... Um, I believe direwolves are proficient in athletics, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, so whatever. add whatever number that is. Three. Okay. Fourteen. Plus, Plus three. three. That's a success. Nice. You blaze ahead, and as you do so, a couple skitterers blaze in your path, and you just let out a quick bite, because they're engaged with combat with other things, and rip them to shreds, and throw some into the water, and just clear a path. The rest of the three of you have a nice, clear 50-foot path. That's about half the distance left to the tower. <coughs> uh, next, we have Wilson. I will... I would just follow him th straight to the tower. Follow him? Okay. Yes. Are you going to try to do anything to uh, help across, or just going right up it? I'm just going to go right for it. Cool. Um, Drogmir. I'm following. Following suit. He, okay. made a, he made a path. Let's take it. Yep. we got to get to point A to point B. Quit screwing around. Okay. it has got to go. <laughs> okay. And Alice, is there anything you would like to do to try to... Um... No, I'm just going to follow suit. Okay. And go with the guys. End of that round. Doth, you've cleared this path. You're up ahead. What would you like to do? So now we are approaching the tower, basically almost in the tower. You're about 50 feet away. Um, there's It's thick here, though, with obstacles. Uh, guards are trying to hold the steps as... Uh, several of these um, almost mindless like soldiers are standing. What is perception of the wolf, by the way? Perception is good. It's keen hearing and smell. Okay. okay. So they have an uh, advantage on wisdom. Gotcha. Okay. Um, there's a, a thick sort of choke point here. What I would say. So you're going to have to try to find a way to, if you want to get in up into the tower, or at its be on the other side of this fight, um, you're going to have to find a way to part through. 
Is there anything that uh, you would like to do to try to aid your group getting through this wall of enemies? I actually stay and shield the group as they follow me. Oh, okay. Um, Wilson, is there anything you'd like to do? You're sort of like behind. You're about 15. Like these enemies that are so engrossed in fighting this wall of other guards, and you see some uh, arcane practitioners slinging some spells from platforms up on the tower and down below as well. Um, that this wall of enemies have not yet really noticed so before of you. I know of a passageway that could stealthily get us into the tower. Like a, a little. Yeah. A secret path. Yes. A secret little. Um, I mean, you're on a port, so there are definitely little paths around the harbor. Okay. Um, and I would like to try and get us through make that. Make a survival check. Yes. That is a twenty. D twenty. D twenty. Survival bonus. Nine. Six. Six. Plus, plus survival down here. Plus one. Okay. You take this down, but you see that part of the harbor that is crumbling is this pathway. It is still traversable. You're all going to have to make an athletics check to jump across. Right. Or fall into the water. D20? D20. Plus your athletics modifier? Plus your athletics modifier. It can be acrobatics or athletics, whichever one you choose. But that's a... I have an 8. Plus? It, well, it's a 5 plus 3 for athletics is an okay. 8. Okay. We'll roll. Everyone will roll, and then two oh, plus two, <laughs> so I got a four. Seventeen. Eight. Where's my athletics modifier? That would be. So you can use either one. But oh, I see. Yeah. Eight plus two is ten. Ten was. You yeah, see. you see that's where. Uh, okay. Drug me. You run first. Put your heavy armor, just you can't quite make it fall into the water. Um, you also, you just slip on your face. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the boot was It's got to be the boot. The boot slips your foot. It's like kind of a hole, and with the running and whatnot, yeah. you kind of wedged a hole larger and larger, and your foot just kind of like slips out the bottom oh. of the boot, and the boot just, boot just hang on the side as your like socked foot hits the cold, rocky, sharp edge, and you just go flying right in, like, belly flop right in the water. I'm about to get a new boot. <laughs> you For real. <laughs> um, Doth, you easily, I mean, you're pretty athletic, you're constantly out hiking, um, a man of nature. And I'm a dire wolf. Oh, you're a dire wolf at the moment. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. So and I flew. You pounce and let out a nice howl as you do. So oh, yes. Just for some style points. Um, <laughs> come on, howl. Howl for us. Come on. Yeah. Oh! There you go. <laughs> uh, Alice, uh, your dwarf legs just power a very strong jump and you just land. Oh, and you yeah. look at these two behind you like, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any rope to try to help them up. I oh, do have rope. What are you doing? You I, have, I have rope. Oh, that's I guess right. you could untangle it and throw it up. Yeah. Okay. okay. You spend a couple, several minutes getting yourself and Drogmir out of the water. And as you all gain numerous more blasts, and there's a, all of a sudden, just splitting your ear, as two simultaneously hit this shield, and you just hear a, like a breaking of a massive... Uh, 
pane glass window as this shield just begins to crumble. These shards of light sort of materializing as glass and then falling to the side for breaking in um, like an arcane sprinkle of dust as it hits the ground. The tower is defenseless. Mm. That fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) With that, the guards begin to try to retreat inside being forced back at the steps. You're far away from this fight at this point. A couple minutes later. Herb, do you have any immediate reaction? As this tower, the shield clearly is gone. Well, it's up to us, ladies and gentlemen. I said I <laughs> fucked up boots, so I mean... <laughs> you can just throw that to the side. I might as well. <laughs> He's a dire wolf. He's a dire wolf. Can oh, yeah. we ride him? Mm. Oh, that's a good um, point. I, I thought about that myself, but I don't think you could do all three. You could probably your movement speed is going to be right. cut back, especially. I mean, you definitely cannot ride him. Right, right. I don't even think you could, but you might yeah. be able to. You okay. might be yeah. because of your sheer size. That would be. But dwarves are stocky. Yeah, you know what I mean. So she's going to be heavy. Yeah, so yeah. that movement speed is going to be pretty low. Yeah. Um, okay. It would probably be the same as your movie. But you are with me. They're down below. Well, they, you've now pulled... You've taken several minutes to, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm, pull. use this uh, 50-foot piece of rope and rope them up and um, get them onto this path. But as you're doing so, the shield falls. The ship has now gotten closer and closer and is now, like, floating right above where the harbor is. Gangplanks fall. Several more. Oh, man. About... 12 more people join the fracas and are able to push back the guards up against the wall. And then as they break through the door and flood inside, you just hear the sound of a slaughter. Oh my god. As the defenders of this tower are being beaten back. What is your reaction? You're standing away. There's a ship right here. It is within 30 feet of you. Can I use my longbow and unleash a volley of arrows just as fast as you can to yeah try to like as yeah people are coming off the gangplank go ahead and make um yeah make an attack roll it's gonna be sort of a, a skill challenge in its own. 19 19 yeah you yeah. take out three or four as they come up but you know there's a lot of them. right and right you can still hear the defenders you can't see them now because of your position on the dock but there's a ship about 30 feet the um thought I had this terminology there. What is it? The aft of the ship, the back, the rear mm-hmm. of the ship is right in front of you. And it's this large sort of mollusk-looking contraption. But you see like a hatch that's sort of right there. It's it's hovering in the sky, but it's you can see where um, an attached point would be for maybe like a chain or an anchor. But um, they're not going to stop... No. So we can either go in and save the tower, or we go, if there's a hatch on the side of the ship, let's go take that motherfucking ship. I agree. Okay. Let's go Let's go take it out from the source. I mean, we can... Right, they're not stopping. Kill the captain? Yeah. Well, yeah, blow up the I ship. I'm the captain now. We're going to give me a captain. Let's get right. it. Um, how would you like to ascend? It's about, like, from where you are, you're elevated a bit off the surface of the water, 25, 30 feet... You're going to have to either... I have an explorer's pad, so I still have 50 feet of rope. That rope that he uses is still usable. Yeah. Oh, so we have 100 feet of rope between yes. the two of us. We Do you want to attempt to like lasso like oh, to a point yeah. and like hook on? 
Yeah, can I make like a grapple hook to try to like? Um, yeah, make a very quick dexterity check. If you want to fashion your rope, and if you want to fashion your rope into something that can like hang on, you can both do so because you have two different pieces of rope. What is that? Seventeen. Sixteen. Sixteen. That'll do it. If you'd like to. Alright. Four, and then we're doing seven. For a total of seven. Yep. It you can't quite get the hold as well. Um, so you're down to one rope that you're all gonna have to climb. But you are able to make it so it can attach on to one of this like Sally port. If you want to make a dexterity check or whoever wants to, to get this rope, it's now something you can tie on so we can either attach onto the ship or um, be latched on in some other way. If you'd like to. Do I make another dexterity roll? If you want to, if you want to be the one to like. Lasso it. But I have minus one dexterity, so someone with a higher dexterity. I got plus three. Roll. I have negative one dexterity. What do you got? You got to roll, Joe. No, he's got to roll. All right, oh. I'll roll. Yeah. I'll roll it. Twelve plus three, fifteen. Fifteen. Cinches on, and you see the knot just tighten oh. onto a little clasp right next to the port. Nailed it. <laughs> now, <laughs> here comes the fun part. Okay. Now we got to climb. Well, you have this 50-foot piece of rope. It's now just, there's nothing securing it on the other end. Uh, For the first couple of people, maybe someone could anchor it. But that's, you're going to have to figure out an order. You're going to have to climb across. And you're going to have to find a way to open this port once you get there. So, who's, uh, who's going to serve as the anchor? Do you trust to tie it down to some of these cascading rubble? Well, well him as a dire wolf, can he hold the, the rope? Yeah, can you climb? You can try. And yeah, then, that's what I was going to try. Uh, I was going to try to be everyone? the anchor. Okay. Then you're the last one to climb up? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I'll just jump up. I'm a dire wolf. Someone has to open the hatch. <laughs> I don't know if you can jump this. This <laughs> would be... Those are the distance oh, explosions. Oh, pretty high? This would be pretty <laughs> oh, intense, okay. yeah. Uh, but we can get there. All right, we'll get there. So who wants to be the first across the rope to shimmy themselves up there? I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. Hey, make, uh, make an athletics check to hold on. This is a big test of your core. Fourteen. That's enough. Boom. That's Plus good. Two. You shimmy across. <clears throat> your arms getting sore. Shimmying up in there. Now you're up. It's it's shut. Mm. It's a uh, make a perception check. All right. Uh, where's that at? Nine. 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 Plus. No, wait. Nine plus what? Zero. Yeah, plus. Perception. Do you stink? Proficient or perception? Perception is minus one for me. Okay, this is not of any sort of mechanism or build that you're familiar with. It's totally alien to you. So now I'm hanging up there looking at this thing. I have no idea what to do. So how are you going to try to jimmy this thing up? How are you going to try to bash this thing open? What are you going to do? I'm going to use one of my short swords to jam it into a, a any kind of lever or okay. whatever that's there to open Make it. Make a strength check. 13. 13 plus strength. 0, so 13. 13. You wedge it into, you find like moving it all around this circular port in large, wide circles, holding on to the rope with like just your legs. Oh, God. <laughs> you find like it locks into some sort of a, a wedge. You're not quite strong enough at the moment to lever it out. What else do you have? What do you have that could add some more pressure to this thing? Um, to help you lever. Boom! I got arrows. 
I got things, arrows. Well, what else? What do you have in your inventory? My inventory. Do you have like an explorer's pack or anything? I do have an explorer's pack. Torch. Um, you have a, a bedroll, torch. Mess kit, tinderbox. Yeah, yeah. You gotta pick all this. Torches, yeah. rations. I got torches and rope. I will use my torches. You're gonna try to use that piece of wood to like get in behind the blade. Yeah, and get a little bit of leverage. Okay, make uh, make another strength check. Eight. So it's just eight. The torch snaps in Jesus. your Jesus. Probably should have used the short sword. Yeah. Um, you mm. you are on this ship. So there's a port. There's still a ship. That's right there. You're on the ship, more or less. You just aren't in it. Can I climb up on it? Get further up on it? You can try. Yeah, let's try that. Let's make an athletics or an acrobatics check to hold on. 16. That's, yeah, that'll do it. So you are now like resting on the ship. You found this again. It's like a mollusk shell swirling around. So it has all these weird irregularities and places where you can sort of settle onto. The deck is about 45, 50 feet in front of you, where it very much begins to come out of the hole of this mollusk shell. You're about five or ten feet above where the short sword is. From where you are, you can attempt to like kick in the short sword, maybe get a little bit more leverage and power from where you were wrenching on this thing before, or you can try to go on the deck alone. Going on the deck sounds kind of risky. I'm going to try to kick the sword a little bit more. 18. Nailed it. Your short sword is destroyed. Yes. Like completely bent but the sally port swings open and you can jump on the rope and quickly fling yourself in um it's a tiny you have to crouch as you pull through and you're met with a disgusting smell this is where some amount of waste is exited from the ship. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're met with the slime-coated tunnel that isn't wood. It's, I mean, you come from a town that specializes in making ships and designing ships for the sail on the seas. This is like a spongy material mm. that when you grab your hand on the side of it, like squeezes down and sort of bubbles out and shifts beneath your feet, almost as if it's responding to your touch. But you can now put yourself behind to help people as they begin to climb up. I will do that. Okay. I will help people climb up. Who is next through the chute? I will. Okay, make an athletics check or an acrobatics check as you shimmy. 17. Nice. 17, easy. Nice. That's that farm, farmer strength. Yeah, dude. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, no, yeah. no problem. Cornbread fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now, you also, as you get closer, a disgusting smell. Um, as you sit into this chute, you... Oh, God. It's so smelly. It's so wet and slippery. But you're able to perch in and sort of, like, make room, pushing yourself back a little bit more into... Uh, the tunnel that begins to angle up as you get um, like five or ten feet in. Uh, you are going to be next? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm still anchoring. Yeah. 20. Nice. Natural 20? Yep. Goddamn. Okay, describe how you Bruce Lee up this rope or something. I, 
I shimmy up the rope. I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. It's just rope. <laughs> Plowing a rope right up the tree. It's shimmy, all shimmy, that shimmy, praying shimmy. to the gods, yeah. man. Yeah. That is a yeah. god's yeah. friend here. The preacher curls. Yeah. The preacher curls. I hop in. I start. I get the stench coming up the rope with the the hatch being open, and I slide right on in. You're a tough fit in here, but you can do it. Slipper on. It's at this point the sounds of combat have stopped. Oh. You hear some cheering, like a stark cheering of those skitterers, just sort of screeching out loud. You still on the harbor. You see a crew of them. And the mm, these pirates, these sort of lifeless, unanimated um, things, carrying a large object on their shoulders, almost like a funeral procession, with skitters around the side, sort of making a circle. It's a large oval-like substance or object. Um, it seems like sickly green and brown. Um, that just sits on top of their shoulders and they're making their way back towards the ship. Uh, most of their backs are towards you and just skitterers going forward. It doesn't see they have not turned to get onto the ship yet. You're the last one holding onto this rope. Still a direwolf. How would you like to get across? The wolves do not have opposable thumbs, is what they don't. Can you bite the rope and we pull them up? Yeah. Can we do that? No, you guys probably can certainly do. try. Yeah, that might be tough. But we so we all have to three roll a strength roll. You that right? one person would make it with advantage. You wouldn't all three do it. Yeah. Okay. Advantage was strength. Yeah, to haul him up. I will. That would probably be a pretty. That would might be hard on your end to hold with your team. Right. Your That's entire, what your I'm entire body weight. There, yeah, there's no. Way. I know wolves have a strong jaw, but so you're not fortunately, testing your jaw. You're testing. I believe I come out of dire wolf, okay. and then. Continue to go up the rope. Okay. As a jury. You can be hauled up. You can make this athletic check with advantage yeah. because they're helping you by hauling you up at the same oh, okay. time. Yes. Um, so go ahead and make that athletics or acrobatics, whichever you prefer, with advantage. And this would be as druid, so. Yeah. You can roll the d20 twice right. and take the higher of the two rolls. 8 plus. Two, ten. Okay, ten is the bare minimum you needed. Nice. <laughs> Got him <laughs> up there. I'm sure. Yeah. Shape shifting takes a lot out of Yeah, it, it does. All right, guys. So, I'm white. You so. get pulled up in, and you climb, and then you shut the hatch behind you. Right as they sort of turn around and would have possibly seen you dangling from this rope entering in their ship. So they don't know we're in it. Did we leave the rope? Or did I lose that you, rope? No, you pulled. You okay. pulled. No, yeah, okay. You pulled me up with it. Cool. So yeah, you both still have your uh, links of rope. Okay, and as you slam shut that hole, that is where we will end this session. If you want to put in like a pause. Cool. Perfect. So that is where Weird we will time. end the first episode of the series on our adventure. I hope everyone enjoyed. Stay tuned for episode two, where we continue and see where. This mysterious group of like or different individuals <laughs> maybe be, form a friendship and see where this adventure goes. Stay tuned next time, folks. Dun, Stay tuned. Dun.